Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather and I've got some news and views from a West Texans, a biblical point of view one you're not going to find in your mainstream media. But today I have views from Survival Lily in Austria. So I'm going to play a little bit from one of her videos that she posted four days ago. I'm going to leave a link to her YouTube channel in the comments below. And if you guys feel inclined to, I would suggest to go follow her. So let's listen to some of the views that she talks about on this video that she posted four days ago. We're not going to play the whole 14 minute video, but I'm going to play some excerpts so you guys can have a better understanding of what's going on and how they perceive things over there. Uh, and things that we're not going to hear about in our mainstream media here in the United States. But I've been following her channel off and on for a while, um, and I haven't really paid much attention to her lately. But I started watching her um, like during COVID, like right after COVID, um, about prices and all this stuff over there in Russia. And um, anyway, she is spot on. And today, well, I found it today, but four days ago, she put up this video, and it is key to what is going on in today's culture and where the WEF is planning on taking the world as, quote, they know it, you know, the elitist. Um, and anyway, she is pretty spot on. And I'm just going to play um, a couple excerpts from it because I really want you guys to go to YouTube um, and uh, subscribe to her channel because she does a lot of uh, uh, a lot of great updates and she's um, pretty savvy um, to what's going on over there in uh, Europe and all kinds of stuff. So let's... Um, Let's play this really quick. I'm just going to play a little bit of it so you guys can have like a little bit of an idea. And she's playing these videos from the WEF and other places. And so let's just take a listen, shall we? Hey guys, my name is Lily and today I want to make a video about a potential upcoming cyber attack. Now, why would I think that this is going to happen? Well, some really powerful and influential people are telling us. All right, so now let's check out this video here and let's pay attention close attention on what he's saying. Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack which would bring to a complete halt to see power supply, transportation, hospital services, our society as a whole. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance in comparison to a major cyber attack. Okay, and now you gotta see this video. The COVID-19 pandemic has shaken our economies and societies to the core. It's shown us how vulnerable we are to biological threats. In the digital world, similar risks are being overlooked right now. A cyber attack with COVID-like characteristics would spread faster and further than any biological virus. Its reproductive rate would be around 10 times greater than what we've experienced with the coronavirus. To give you an idea, one of the fastest worms in history, the 2003 slammer sapphire worm, doubled in size approximately every 8.5 seconds, infecting over 75,000 devices in 10 minutes and almost 11 million devices in 24 hours. Fortunately, at least until now, cyber attacks have not impacted our health the way pandemics have, but the economic damages Therefore, the impact they have had on our daily lives have been equal and sometimes even greater. You see, the only way to stop the exponential propagation of a COVID-like cyber threat is to fully disconnect the millions of vulnerable devices from one another and from the internet. 
all of this in a matter of days. A single day without the internet would cost our economies more than 50 billion US dollars, and that's before considering the economic and societal damages should these devices be linked to essential services, such as transport or healthcare. As the digital realm increasingly merges with our physical world, the ripple effects of cyber attacks on our safety just keep on expanding at a faster pace than what we're preparing for. COVID-19 was known as an anticipated risk. So is the digital equivalent. Let's be better prepared for that one. The time is now. The time is now, says the we E F. Okay guys, so this was a really concerning video and they say the time is now, so maybe this is going to happen pretty soon. And I would not be surprised. I would give it a 90% chance maybe in the next two years that this will happen. Okay, so now I want to come back to this video and I want to show you one segment which is really important. So. So she's going to go back to this video and she's going to play it again and listen really close, you guys. Let's rewatch um, this part. You see, the only way to stop the exponential propagation of a COVID-like cyber threat is to fully disconnect the millions of vulnerable devices from one another and from the Internet. All of this in a matter of days. A single day without the Internet would cost our economies more than 50 billion US dollars. So, if you disconnect the internet from everything, this would wreak havoc on our economy. 50 billion dollars of cost every day. It's insane. So actually they have not completed the video because they are not saying what happens after the lockdown and how we get back the internet. So here are my predictions and I don't know this for sure, but this is what I think. So this is my personal opinion. So. I had to break in here because you guys remember, you know, two weeks, two weeks to, to, to stop the curve, two weeks to stop the spread. Remember all the whole COVID thing? You guys remember now they're going to start doing this cyber attack thing? What could be a cyber attack? You know, two days without the internet to stop the cyber attack. I mean, I can just hear that going through my head right now. But let's see what uh, old Lily has to say. Let's check it out. I think what they will do is very similar to the pandemic. So with the pandemic, you either have gotten COVID or you have gotten medical intervention. And then they ask the citizens to get a digital ID to prove that they have either medical intervention or a natural infection. And with this digital ID, you would then go to a restaurant and show it to the restaurant or you would go to shops and stores. Also, we had a time in Austria where we had a lockdown of the unvaccinated uh, people. So as you can see, um, she kind of went through the video and kind of showed where they were locked down there in Austria because they weren't vaccinated. And so um, she goes on to talk a little bit about that, but there was some cursing in there. So I had to remove that part um, of the video <laughs> to play on the podcast, but we're going to pick it back up here. Uh, and this is a person with um, TikTok that she got this from and i went back through the video it is von pelham's tiktok account and um anyway she's talking about this in canada so folks if you live in canada listen up uh people in the united states pay close attention because this could be coming for us uh and people in europe um you know this is probably coming for you guys too um so let's uh let's uh see what they have to say so let's check this out okay hold on 
Now here there's another very concerning video. Podcast regarding the digital IDs. Yesterday in Canada, Justin Trudeau met with all of our provincial premiers and basically told them that we will not be able to get funding for our healthcare unless the premiers agree to the digital IDs. I will show all the proof. Now those of you who think that digital IDs are great, they are not. Let me show you what the what these digital IDs will actually entail when it comes to control. Here's an overview basically of everything that will be included in the digital IDs. This can be found on the WEF website and also on all of the provincial and government websites. You will have healthcare. You will not be able to access any healthcare without this digital ID. Financial system. You will actually not even be able to carry out bank accounts or carry out anything online regarding financial transactions. Food and sustainability. This says for farmers and consumers, you will not be able to get into stores you will not be able to even sell um, anywhere once they have this system in place this is where the digital currency will come in travel and mobility we saw that with the arrive scam app um, humanitarian responses which is basically just garbage it's in case something happens they will be able to track and find you um, including if you don't want anything injected in your body e-commerce you will not be able to shop online then you have social media platforms you will literally need this ID in order to get TikTok Twitter or Facebook, no more fake accounts. You have e-government, so if you want your taxes done, any sort of benefits from there, you will need this. Then it gets even scarier. Telecommunications, you will not be able to actually get an internet provider without this digital ID, and they will be able to track you. And then up there, you have smart cities, and we all know what those are. Those of you who think I'm lying, here's the federal condition in order for us to access our money, our tax money. This is basically a hostage situation of our tax money. And what you will see is instigators, government instigators under Twitter, under Justin Trudeau, that basically say we need to push our provincial um, governments to, you know, get the money so that we can spend it better. No, we don't. We actually need to call our provincial governments right now, today and tomorrow and every single day until they scrap this digital ID. They cannot pass this without our approval. So I need everybody in Canada to call your provincial governments and literally tell them that this is not going to happen. If we need to privatize, if we need to somehow get into a different system of healthcare, we need to do that. As for everyone in the United States, you're kind of lucky because um, your healthcare is privatized. There's also a lot more internet providers, some that will not go along with it because of capitalism. So your money is actually speaking a lot um, louder in the United States, but Canada, this is coming down the pipeline and it's coming down the pipeline fast. So as you can see, um, they're already making their plans um, and they always kind of tell us what's going to happen beforehand. And so I expect a, a sober attack. And I, I think um, Survivor Lily uh, had said within two years earlier in, uh, in her YouTube video. And I think it'll happen a lot sooner than that. Uh, because they want their um, agenda, you know, Agenda 30. So their plan is to have all this in place by 2030. And uh, hello, folks. Hello, McFly. It is 2023, soon approaching 2024. So I don't think they're going to wait two years to do that. I think they are going to um, do their cyber attack here pretty quick. Um, as you can tell, they're already testing it. You know, some uh, grids have been hit by that. Um, and so, as you can tell, uh, do you believe it'll happen a whole lot sooner? She's spot on about the digital ID. That's a very bad thing, very bad thing. And here in the United States, we have some rhinos or some Republican in name only 
uh, trying to, to um, force that on us as well. And so they always give you good ideas. You know, well, you know, only the people that are actual citizens of the United States will be able to vote if we implement this voter ID, this, you know, digital ID, blah, blah, blah. No, it's all about control, folks. Um, if they wanted to, they could control the border. If they wanted to, they could close our border. They don't want to. They want worldwide chaos because that, I think, is going to play into their hands of how they are going to implement their Agenda 2030. Um, you know, something major catastrophic has to happen before they can implement that. Could you imagine the world without Internet for a day? I mean, I could. I mean, a lot of us folks could. But you got to realize all the infrastructures that are now tied to the Internet. You have hospitals. You have all kinds of things that are uh, traffic lights are now tied to the internet. And so there is a lot of things that are now integrated into the internet, into this infrastructure. And without it, I mean, there'll be a lot of chaos. So could you imagine a world without power, a world without an internet? Uh, I mean, horse and buggies, you know, that's one thing, but <laughs> semis, trains, planes, and automobiles, it's a little bit different of how all these things play together and are integrated. And so, what we've come to depend on. And so I want to go and um, I'm going to pull up a couple articles here. And uh, I just saw that this morning and I thought, wow, you know, um, if you guys haven't, um, if you didn't listen to the last couple uh, podcasts that I did, I have started a new YouTube channel. Oh, I tried to get my old. Okay, so I don't know what happened, but Google had decided to shut down all of my Gmail accounts, which are linked to my YouTubes. And so I was like, wait, what a minute, what is going on? And so I had sent an appeal, and so they did um, allow the other two to be open. But my old, my original um, Bible prophecy for today podcast, they said no. They emailed me back, and they said no. Uh, we have reviewed this further, and it goes against our blah 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 blah. And I was like, okay, and I didn't even know I had sent that request. So, but I was trying to get my other channels back. So, which I do, but I did saw it's called Survivalist Corner, and so. Um, if you guys would uh, subscribe to that, that would be great. Um, I'm just doing shorts on there. I'm just doing some stuff that, uh, you know, just like little tips and tricks, you know, unless the grid does go down because, you know, that's another that's another big thing on my heart because uh, you better get you some food. You better get you some food and some water because um, they're already talking about cyber attacks and all this. So it's only a matter of time before they actually implement this. So. Um, that's my big thing. And so I kind of wanted to do something, um, to kind of help people out, kind of give some tips and tricks and things to be doing right now. And one big thing you should be doing right now is preparing. Um, it's not going to do you any good to prepare, uh, the day the grid goes down. It's going to be a little too late for that. Sorry, my mic was uh, a little loose there. So it's gonna be a little too late to start preparing when you wake up and there's no electricity, there's no power, there's no internet, there's no nothing. And just a little sidetrack here, uh, China is always talking about the EMP. Um, so if an EMP strike was to happen over the United States of America, that would knock out like 75 to 80% of our grid, our power grid. There would be no internet. There would be no electricity. There would be no running water because all of your city and government infrastructures run on internet, on power, electricity, on all these um integrated systems kind of like what Lily was talking about which kind of got me thinking about all this and so um if you think about that that is their plan and so whether China does it or the WEF orchestrates it or however this is going to work out um 
the United States, Canada, you know, whatever they decide to, to use these on top, it's going to knock out your entire, and it's going to go back to like the 1800s. And they're not joking when they say that. You'll go way back in time. It'll be like Little House on the Prairie. You know what I'm saying? You might want to watch some of those episodes to get caught up on how to build a log cabin. No, just kidding. Um, but the ba- the main thing is um, you're going to need to decide, are you going to shelter in place? Are you going to go somewhere? Do you have another place to go? Do you have food reserves? And I'm not just talking like ground beef, okay? Because if the freezer are, is out, what are you going to do? You can't salvage all that food. You're going to cook that food pretty fast. And how are you going to cook that food? You don't have power, you know? There are sun ovens out there. There are uh, cast, uh, what do you call them? The, I have a cast iron Dutch oven I just got. Tell you what, that is some good stuff right there. And you can cook that on an open fire. Do you have wood? Do you have any way to survive? That's my that's my main point because we know these things are coming. The Bible told us. The Bible has told us um, that you know the tribulation is coming. And if we see the signs of the tribulation that Jesus has given us in His Word to prepare us, not to scare us. But he told us these things in his word. That's why Bible prophecy is so very important to study. You can't study two-thirds of the Bible and leave a third of it out. You just can't do that. You know, especially in the end times, God gave us his word because he didn't want us to be scared. He wanted us to be prepared. So if you're one of those folks that you're like, oh, whatever, Bible prophecy, whatever, ha, 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 you know, you know, oh, yeah, the tribulation's coming, oh, ha, 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 whatever, you know. Well, let me tell you something. I'm, I am a pre-tribulationist. I am. I do believe that we will be raptured out of here. Uh, before the worst of the tribulation happens. Um, you know, that is when the Antichrist signs the peace covenant with Israel that begins the seven years of tribulation. And people say, well, how do you know the rapture comes before that? Because I'll tell you why. When that when that peace covenant is signed, that is the Antichrist. That begins right then and there, the seven years of tribulation prophesied by God. Okay. And so that right there, you know, you know the times, you know how much time you have left, you know everything. But the rapture of the church is imminent. You don't know when that is going to happen. That could happen at any minute. That could happen before I finish this sentence. That could happen tonight while you are asleep. It could happen while you're sitting on your couch eating Cheetos, watching some program you're probably not supposed to be watching. Okay, so listen up, folks. These are the days that Jesus told us. We meant the prophets... And all those longed to see the days that you and I are living in right now. Could you imagine these prophets in the days of old seeing what we saw? It was the mystery, the church age. Could you imagine? And then them sitting there on their TV going, well, I don't really have. I was going to scroll on TikTok for a while, you know, while the world is burning around them. We need to think about that. We need to think about right now that that the world is on fire. These people are going to go to hell unless they hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. And here we are sitting on our phones, scrolling through TikTok or doing whatever we're doing, right? Uh, maybe not living for the Lord. Now is not the time to be doing that. We need to throw off the worldly system and get in the word of God. I'm talking to myself here too. Get into the word of God and get out there and t- tell people in line at the grocery store. Tell tell people wherever. Get a bumper sticker on your car. You guys remember back in the 90s? I don't know if you guys remember, but the rapture was really big back in the 90s. And there's people like, you know, this car will be left attended in case of the rapture. You're like, whatever. All this. We need to get back into that. We need to get excited about the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to get excited that he's going to come and take us out of here. We need to get excited because we see all the signs around us happening right now that are pointing us to the soon return of Jesus Christ. And he goes, when 
you see the beginning of these things, hold your head up high because your redemption draws near. So we know that our time on earth right now is so short that Christ is going to take us out of here. And I say that because all the signs are pointing. God has regathered his people to Israel. He did that. They are a, a, a nation again after 2,500 years to become a nation again. It's never been done. Uh, they have wanted to annihilate the Jews from the face of the earth ever since the beginning. And they have not because God has a covenant with them. And the tribulation is the time of Jacob's trouble, not the church's trouble. Jacob's trouble, which is the people of Israel. And for those of you out there that say that God has replaced the Jewish people with the church, you need to read your Bible and repent, repent and speak the truth that the word has told us. Kind of like Pastor Meter says, you know, we need to speak the truth, um, you know. And um, so, guys, this is not the time. This is not the time to just sit down on the couch and say, oh, it's the fourth quarter. And, you know, whatever, I got plenty of time. No, 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 folks, this is the fourth quarter. We're on the two-minute warning. We need to get busy. Get out there. Whatever you do, whatever God has given you the ability to do, do it. If you are a prayer warrior, pray. Oh, my goodness, pray. That's the most and only offensive weapon that we have. It's the most powerful weapon that we need. That's all we need. We need prayer warriors. If God's called you to pray, pray. If God has called you to write, write. If he called you to write blogs, write blogs. If he called you to do a podcast, do a podcast. If he's called you to just go out and tell people on the street corner, hey, Jesus is coming. Jesus loves you. Repent of your sin today. Be saved today. Today is the day of salvation. Go out and do it. Whatever he has given you the ability to do, do it. If he's given you money to, to, um, like to, to support ministries, do it. Do it to support your church. Do it. Please support your church. The tithe is us um, um, giving back to the Lord. A lot of people misrepresent that. And, you know, I was going to do a podcast on that, uh, on the health, wealth, prosperity gospel. I thought about those are my friends. And I thought about it. And I'm like, you know what? I don't need to point them out. That's, you know, I don't need to point them out. Um, just the things that they say. And I think I give a little snippet on there. And so I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to say the things that they say, um, how you, it's like, how you, how do you know you're in a health, wealth, prosperity, gospel church? Well, <laughs> I'll point out some of that stuff, you know, um, but whatever God has called you to do, do it. If you can put a bumper sticker on your, on your car that says, want to be saved, ask me how, whatever. You know, you had, you see back in the nineties and early 2000, had the little stickers, you know, they had the little pins on their shirts. You want to lose weight? Ask me how, you know, that's the, well, you want to be saved from hell? Ask me how. Do you want to escape the coming tribulation? Ask me how. You okay? We need to know the word of God well enough that when people ask us, hey, why, 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 why are you saved? Why do you believe in Jesus? We'll be able to tell them. And uh, God says, study to show yourselves approved. And so that is a big thing. We need to be in the Word of God. And I have uh, fallen back. I have kind of backslidden in that. I've had so much going on that have I been in the Word of God like I should be? No. No. And I repent of that. And so um, I've been in Jeremiah still, I know. But Jeremiah is pretty popular. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty good, it's a pretty popular prophetic book. And uh, not only speaking prophetically of now, but of Israel's time then. And so what was coming upon Israel then. 
And I think I said it a couple of weeks ago on our podcast, especially with what was happening in Israel right now with the war with Hamas and all that had happened. I'm like, and I was reading through the book of Jeremiah. And I'm like, wow, this is like history on repeat. And so I thought, dang, this is, this is crazy. It's like what's happening all over again. And then lo and behold, Pastor John MacArthur preached a sermon on that exact thing. Pastor Brett Meter said the same thing about that. And so when I look at that, I think, oh, that is confirmation. And so, um, like, like Pastor Meter said, pray for them, speak the truth or say the truth and get out of the way. So God is dealing with Israel and we need to pray that they will repent and come to know Christ as their Messiah. That is what will save them, folks. If they don't know Jesus as their Messiah, they will still go to hell just like any other person uh, of the church age. If you don't have Jesus Christ as your Savior, you will go to hell. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. And so that is what we need to pray. We need to pray, number one, for the peace of Jerusalem. God has commanded us to do that. And when we pray for that, we're praying for Jesus Christ to come. That's what we pray for. And boy, do we need to pray for that now. We need to pray for every lost person on the face of this earth that they will repent and accept Jesus as their Savior. I know the days are going to get darker and darker, and I'm telling you, evil and more evil. Okay, but we can still stand as a salt in the lot that God has called us to stand for and pray for people salvation that's what we need to be praying we need to pray for their salvation God has I mean look at the apostle Paul I was reading that the other morning and it stuck in my head like wow the apostle Paul when he said I was a chief you know sinner and he he was violent against Christians remember when he said that I was the worst of them all but God saved me so that I could go and preach repentance so folks doesn't matter what you've done. I don't care what you've done. It's not my business. I've done some pretty wicked, bad stuff myself. And praise God, he has saved me and forgiven me and, and washed me. And Jesus has washed me in his blood and forgiven me. And I am white as snow now because of Christ's righteousness. Same thing with you. No matter what you've done, once you repent of your sin, you ask Christ to forgive you and cleanse you of your sin. Boom. You are a brand new creation in Jesus Christ. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. All these other religions, you have to die for their quote unquote God. But you know what? Christianity, our God died for us. So don't forget that. Don't ever forget that. The love of God can penetrate the darkest, most evil soul. So never give up on people. Never give up on people. You know, let God, God's going to do what God's going to do. But our job is to call uh, people to repent. And we need to remember that there's no, there's no repentance. Have you seen most of these churches? They don't even, they don't even, re, they don't preach repentance. They don't. You know, the Joel Osteen's, you never see him. Like, he just need to repent of your wicked sin and come to Christ. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> no. So worldly churches, we need to come out of the world. We need to come out and be saved. We need to come out. Uh, and be separate. God has called us to come out of the world and to be separate from the world. And so new Christians, I don't care who they are, they're going to struggle with this. They're going to struggle with it. And I think the more and more the Holy Spirit will convict them, will bring them. Because, you know, let me tell you something. When I was saved, well, I was very young. So, but I mean, when you're saved, let me tell you something. You don't just automatically become the perfect righteous Christian, you know, walking around going, ha, 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 holy is thou, you know. It's not how that works. It is a, uh, a, a progression, a work, a justification process. We are always being 
um, renewed. We're always being renewed. And I'm telling you, if God doesn't, he chastises the ones he loves. Remember that he chastises the same. If he doesn't chastise you, does he love you? Mm. So anyway, so it is, it's a work of justification. It's a work of repentance. And I may be saying that wrong, and I'm sorry if I am, um, but I'm just saying you're not perfect right when you're saved. You don't know everything when you're saved. You don't start speaking Christianese right when you're saved, you know? Um, and so uh, one thing I wanted to bring up was the Kat Von, what is it, is it Kat Von? Um, you know, or Von, whatever her name is. Um, and so there's been a lot of talk about um, her and um, her so-called, and I say so-called because that's what these Christians are calling her so-called um, baptism and all this stuff. And she's still doing the wicked stuff that she did before. And that is true. That is true. She, but she has professed Jesus Christ as Savior. She has, and even said, got baptized in obedience to Christ. And so she's actually said that. And so um, I don't know her heart. I really don't. I do know that she's still promoting worldly things. She's still doing um, the vampire stuff and all that kind. That of, that is wicked stuff, demonic stuff. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will convict her of these things and let her know that these are evil. These are sins. They are wicked, and that she will come out of that. She will come out of that lifestyle. But that's all she's known, and uh, she's done some. Um, what do you call? It? I guess some interviews about it. And uh, you know, I, I'm asking all of you guys to pray. For her, pray for Kat Von. I'm not sure all her name there, but we should pray for her um, that she has made a profession of Jesus Christ. She has gotten baptized. Um, should we nitpick everything she does? Well, I don't know. No, we shouldn't nitpick everything she does. But the things that she does that are, you know, outright sinful, we do need to call her out on that. But call her out in love. There's a big difference between attacking somebody, you know. And calling them out in love. And that's how we should do that. One great pastor um, that does such a good job of that is uh, Pastor David. He's um, a Southcrest Baptist Church um, in Lubbock, Texas. And I love him. I don't get to go there anymore because I don't live there anymore. But I used to go with my aunt and uncle to that church. And I love him. And he does such a good job of calling people out of their sin in love, uh, especially homosexuals. He calls us, he calls them out in love. And if I could, I'm going to find that one of those, um, if I can, I'm going to dig for it and I'll probably put it on my YouTube page or something like that. Um, but he, he does such a great job at doing that as we, as in Christians, that's how we should do things. We should come along. Um, we should come along new converts and, um, strengthen them, encourage them and teach them, you know, um, let them know, Hey, what you're doing, you know, that's a sin. You know, you need to come out of that and explain to them why it's a sin. You know, don't just say, Oh, well, they're not saved because you know, they're doing this. No, that's not right. Um, but you know, if they refuse to come out of their sinful ways, once they have been um, confronted about it, usually the church will confront you about that and say, Hey, this is, this is sinful. You need to repent and come out of it. So there's a big difference once you've been confronted and you still refuse to give up that, you know, that's a, that's a church discipline issue. And so uh, there's a whole, a whole other thing that we could go in and talk to about that. But I'm not, my thing is, I just think we should pray for her. I think we should pray for her. Um, her husband is unsaved. We should pray that he would get saved. Um, but we should definitely pray for her above all else. We need to pray for new Christian converts. We need to pray for old converts. We need to pray for our pastors, leaders in our churches. We still need to be praying for our leaders in all of our governments, no matter where we live. I know in the United States, we have Biden. 
I know, I know, trust me, we know. But we are called and commanded to pray for him. So we should pray that he would get saved. We should pray that um, that the Holy Spirit would um, speak to his heart, would convict him. And we would pray that God would cause him um, to continue to support Israel. And um, we just, we definitely need to be in prayer for all of our leaders, you know, around the world. Because the Bible says there are spiritual forces in dark places that are overseen. There. Remember um, Daniel, when Daniel had prayed, and it took um, Michael, the archangel, longer than expected to get there because he was held up by the prince of Persia. So there are demons above these, you know, government entities. And so um, we need to think about that. The WEF is completely wicked. Nuval Harari, whatever his name is, he is wicked, wicked. And he's a Jewish man and he's wicked. He talked about having a different lover every single night. He is a homosexual. And so um, these are the people that call us useless eaters that are making the rules that have concocted COVID and unleashed COVID on the world. I want you to remember, these are the people doing it. There are such a small group of people and there are so many of us. Okay. And so what they want to do is kill off the population. So there's just a few of us to serve them. Okay. Um, they talk about human 2.0 transhumanism folks. This is not some bad B rated scientific movie that we're living in folks. This is real world stuff this is going on and these are the plans and so like survivor lily just said they're gonna cut down and they've been saying this a long time for their cyber um a cyber attack they've kind of been planning and practicing and you know all these things and folks they're gonna unleash all this stuff on us and so my thing is we need to be prepared and prepared biblically prepared spiritually most importantly and whatever books you want to get, you need to get them in paperback, not digital, because who knows what's going to happen. Okay, so if an EMP strike hits, everything on your phone will be erased. It's all magnetic. It's going to be erased. Everything will be gone. So it's not like you, you won't have power. And so you're like, well, I'll just, you know, use solar power or whatever, and I'll power up my, my you know, devices and stuff. No, they'll be erased, gone, bam, that'll be it. And so get it in paperback book. Get books uh, Dr. David Jeremiah has a wonderful book out. I actually have it. Let me see if I can pull it up here. He actually has it. Um, uh, oh my goodness. Let me see if I can pull it up. There are so many great books on um, end times on everything, guys. And, um, you know, I've got a, I got a cheap book out there, but there's so many really, really good books. And I'm going to pull it up here. I'm going to go to my Kindle. And, um, he, I, you know, I'm telling you what, he's got a lot of great books. So let me see. I got David, David Reagan, got Wars of the End Times. That's such a good book. Uh, let me see what else we've got. Of course, mine, After the Rapture, what comes next? <laughs> the Remnant Believers is another one of mine. Let me go. Uh, I'm going to keep going here and see Lawlessness. So Lawless, folks, I don't know if I've, I think I mentioned this a few times, but it's been a while. That is Terry James, and he's a phenomenal and i read a lot of his articles you know you hear me read his articles on here he's also a uh, a great author and so lawless the spirit of antichrist it was another book and that is phenomenal guys if you can um here is another this is dr david jeremiah where do we go from here that was one i kind of want to tell you guys about that one is an excellent book um guys if you do please get them in paperback i mean you know to have them on your kindle and stuff is great too but you know, if the grid goes down, EMP strike happens, you're not going to have access to any of that, okay? Bible Prophecy Answer Book, Ron Rhodes, that's R-H-O-D-E-S, is another 
great resource. Um, the End Times in Chronological Order, that's another one by Ron Rhodes, an excellent resource. I don't always agree with um, Ron Rhodes, but especially on rapture issues, but he is phenomenal. He's a great, a great author. Warren Wisby, Study Bible. Folks, there's a lot of stuff out there. Deceivers, that was another one I want to tell you guys about. That is um, Terry James's book as well. Totally worth it. Um, so much, so much stuff out there. Guys, I just want you to be aware of what's going on and um, how Bob, Bible prophecy plays into it. And so, like I was going to say, like, if we can see, um, if we can see the signs of the tribulation coming so far, so fast at us, um, then how much closer is the rapture of the church? But, um, you know, how, how, how much of the tribulation will Christians see? I don't know. Uh, but we do know there's going to be famine and pestilences. Uh, uh, there's going to be no money, the economic collapse. There's going to be all kinds of stuff. And, um, of course, there's going to be the mark of the beast, which we will not be here to see. And as Christians, we will have no idea who the Antichrist is. So don't be looking for the Antichrist. Be looking for Jesus Christ. Um, we're not going to have any idea who he is. We're going to be gone. We'll be raptured out of here before uh, that seven-year covenant is signed. And so don't even worry about that. Um, you know, but we do see the signs, everything leading up to this digital ID. Uh, they're going to do the, uh, the digital currency, programmable currency. So all this is going to be tied together. Your money is going to be programmed on what you can and cannot use it for. And you're going to have to have this digital ID that's going to be combined with that. So folks, we see the signs of the beast system, which is what the Bible calls it. The world system is coming so fast. So how much of that will we see? I don't know. But you should be prepared. You're going to have neighbors. You've got neighbors with kids. You have elderly people in your neighborhood. So if the grid was to suddenly go down, say an EMP strike happens tonight, what are you going to do? Do you have water in your house? How much water do you have? You're not going to be able to just go to your sink and turn on the water, you know, because the, the sanitation systems are going to collapse and that water is not going to be safe to drink. What are you going to do? How are you going to, you know, you're not going to use your toilet. What are you going to do? So there's ways you know, to start preparing now. I'm not, it could happen this week. It could happen five years from now. And it may never, well, it's going to happen because the book of tribulation, uh, the book of revelation said it's going to happen in the tribulation. So it'll happen. But when we don't know, um, but if we see all these signs so fast, I mean, things are happening. They've happened so fast since COVID. It's like on, on overdrive. It's like tacos, you know, like I always talk about tacos, you know, you're redlining um, your tachometer there. So these things are happening so fast. And so my, my major thing is, you know, just get prepared, you know, get prepared now. It's not like you're not ever going to drink that water, you know, it's not like you're not ever going to eat that canned food that you put in your fridge or that you put in your uh, cabinets, you know, or your pantry you know, whatever you guys call it in your neck of the woods. Um, but so that's it. I mean, that's my, that's my whole spiel today. You know, um, just, just warning you guys and just go out and tell somebody about the love of Jesus Christ, because I tell you what, it's one thing you can't do in heaven is tell people about Jesus. Cause we'll all see him face to face when we're there. And, uh, while they're having seven years of hell on earth right here, we're going to be, we're going to be celebrating, um, the the Lamb's Supper up, up there in heaven. And so what a major, wonderful day we have to look forward to. Um, and when, you know, and the Apostle Paul says, you know, and he talks about Christ coming to take us home, he ain't out of here, you know, like in the twinkling of an eye, uh, the last trumpet, you know, we're going to be raised, the dead will be raised first, and then we will all be caught up together with him. Uh, and so shall we always be with the Lord. And then he says, comfort one another with these words. Bam, there you have it 
comfort one another with these words. And people that say it's the Darby thing, whatever. No, the apostle Paul thought that the Lord Jesus would come back in his time. So it is imminent, folks. It can happen at any moment. And so um, always be looking for him. And art, like we always say, perhaps today, perhaps today the Lord will come and take us home. Guys, thank y'all so much um, for um, always listening to this channel, for supporting me. Um, you guys have no idea how much it means to me. Um, I just love the Lord so much that I just, I'm, I got to, you know, I don't have a whole lot of talents, but, I, you know, he has given me the talent to, I guess, you know, do do research. So I'm a huge researcher. And um, so anyway, um, with that, guys, I am going to get off here. But if you are on YouTube, go check out my channel, uh, Survivalist Corner. Uh, tell me what you think. I'm just doing video. I'm just doing shorts. So I'm not doing anything else on there. Just shorts. Yeah, those little video shorts. That's all I'm doing. Uh, I have one on Facebook, too. I got it on the on the Facebook page, too. Um, and so anyway, um, yeah. So, guys, thank you all so much uh, for listening. And as always, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. Come, Lord Jesus, come. May God bless each and every one of you. And, um, oh, my goodness, just keep praising the Lord. Keep seeking his kingdom. And, uh, of course, all these things will be added unto us. So we just give him praise, honor, and glory for always taking care of us and protecting us. And um, anyway, with that, guys, I'm getting out of here. God bless.